So now you spend five years at uni, but you don't want to go do something else because you spent five years at uni. So you stayed there for another two years. And now you're thinking, well, I want to quit. But you spent seven years now. And, and you're you like, I stay. need to stay. Now, before <laughs> you, you know it, it's stay. 10 years. Because after that seven years, you're probably married. Now you've got now two you've got people dependence. depending on... Exactly. <laughs> you just stay. And before you know it, it's 10 years. It's 15 years. And then and you become that person that's been here for 40 years. Yep. And then <laughs> when you're 70, you're like, crap, I should have just, you know, walked away when I had the chance. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Bias Reality Podcast. It is your host, Pharrell. And today, I just want to talk about something that I've been thinking about recently. And basically, I saw this video. Um, I think it was last year when I saw the video. And it was basically this guy talking about why sometimes it's important to quit. And when I did see the video, it was posted to um, one of these Nigerian pages. And I remember reading the comments. And in typical African fashion, people were like, what is this one talking about? I better get out of here, you know? Stuff like that. And it had me it got me thinking. Because the way society views quitting, there's always, you know, it's through a negative lens, right? Growing up, we're always told you quitting is not an option. You should never quit. It's always linked with completely giving up. If you talk about quitting, people link that to failure. But quitting is important. In fact, sometimes quitting plays a very important role in getting to your goals. There are situations where quitting shouldn't even be one of the options. It should be the only option. And hearing me say this in this way, and again, going back to how society views you know, quitting, it might sound a little bit controversial, but I promise you there is nothing controversial about this. But yeah, anyways, today I was joined by Josephine, the face behind BQ Fitness, and we, we just had a quick conversation about this. So I hope you enjoy it, and you know, I want to know what you guys think as well. But yeah, anyway, I've been talking too much. Let's just jump right into the conversation. When you think of quitting, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Not, a, not an option. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, when, when, when quitting comes to my mind, it's, it's not an option. And, and it's something I never think about. Because before thinking about quitting, I think about how the community feels about it, how my parents would feel about it, how my parents in the community would feel about it. But if someone else came to me and told me they were thinking about quitting, I think gr- growing up here, I would look at it from, okay, what's going on mentally? Are you okay? Um, do you need to talk about it? And if based on those answers that they've provided, then maybe quitting is an option for them and maybe quitting is okay. Yeah. So yes, every time quitting doesn't have to be, or you don't have to quit, sometimes it's okay to quit. I'm glad you, I'm glad you mentioned <laughs> you know how the community would think about it mm-hmm. and how parents would think about it because that's also something that I thought about when I thought about this topic because a lot of the time when you see, when people think about quitting Mm. one of the main reasons people tend to not quit even when they should is because of what other people would say about it that's right it's because of how other people would feel about it Mm -hmm. they don't want to be seen as weak you know failure exactly Mm. they don't want to be seen as a failure yeah but again from for me i think quitting does not necessarily have to be bad Sometimes the advice you should get is to quit. That's but right. it just depends on what it is you're quitting and why you why are quitting. quitting. Yeah. Because if you're in a situation where, you know, you're doing something and it might not even be what you actually want to do, but you're just on un- you're miserable. Mm. You're just putting in unnecessary effort into this stuff. Mm. 
trying to achieve something and that thing's just not it's not happening yeah and you're sitting there like you know that it doesn't really matter that this isn't what you want to do yeah. but because you're that perspective you know everyone else is going to see you as oh this person's a failure this person left and da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. so you don't quit like situations like that i feel like people should just suck it up and quit yeah because at that point in time you're, you're, you're literally just wasting time yeah you're yeah. not achieving anything from that mm. because when you if let if it actually clicked and was successful what's next it doesn't really matter to you like you no. don't want to do it anyway you don't care exactly. you don't care what's next you're just doing it because you don't want to quit but mm. are you enjoying it does it make your life better no so you don't really care what what's after that and, and that that brought me to like a question um an event that happened to me while i was working is i was working with um someone who was being very very terrible to me emotionally like draining mm. every day i rock into work i wish i didn't wake up um which i spoke to my parents about but which I understand, being an African parent, they, they were like, you know, you can't quit, you just have to push Fuck through. You just have to push through, you know, there's a reason why there's these challenges in your life, and at the end of the day, it's, you know, what you learn from it. It got to a point where I was sick from it, and I quit. I quit, and I didn't work for two months. It was that bad. Yeah. So, yes, there are situations where not quitting is... Detrimental to your if, health. It is, and and people will tell you not to do it, and then you listen to it. But at one point, your body and your your mental health just gives up, mm. and you you just have no you don't you don't have any choice. The only choice is just to stop. And when you d- when you did quit, how did like you know those two months? How did how did you feel? How how I was, how was sick you? for a week. Um, I was sick for a week, so I didn't do anything. Um, and then I traveled to Thailand. Yeah. I just needed to get away from everything. I I honestly disconnected from the world. Um, and when I came back, it, it was better. I was ready to work again, but I needed to step away. Exactly. I needed to step away from people. I needed to step away from work. I needed to find what I enjoyed. I needed to find a center. And once I found that, I came back to Australia and, and I found my, another work and, and now I'm happy. Yep. And that is something that people usually don't understand when it comes to quitting. Because sometimes for you to find that thing that makes you happy, mm. you need to quit whatever it is that you're currently doing. Oh, yeah. Because, well, if you're staying in something that isn't making you happy, how exactly is it supposed to find what makes you happy if you're still in that other thing? Mm. I mean, sometimes, yeah, you can, like, you know, be doing one thing while, like, looking at other options. Mm. But in your situation, like, it was literally making you sick. It was. You were, like, you were at a point where you're not doing and you can't really do anything. So how are you going to find what makes you happy or what you're supposed to be doing if you don't quit one yeah. thing? Yeah. And that brings us to, I want to talk about, like, you know, times where it's okay to quit. Okay. Times where people should actually like quit. But before we go into that again, you did mention, you know, the whole black community. And mm. so let's just talk about that. You know, I don't know. It's like the romanticization of, you know, perseverance, <laughs> because that's how a lot of us, a lot of us are brought up. But do you wonder if that's from slavery? I don't know if it's there, if it's from slavery, because. Or if it's the impact of that. Hmm. Not necessarily. Okay. I mean, I don't. I don't think it's like the direct impact of slavery. I think it's just the way that a lot of our parents were brought up and their parents before them. Because you tend to see like, like if we're both Nigerian. Mm. So from a Nigerian context, and I feel like a lot of other Africans can relate to this as well. From a Nigerian context, there is always that idea that everything has to include hard work. Because some our parents, a lot of them did not have a lot growing up. Yeah. 
Yeah. Their parents didn't have a lot growing up. And if you wanted something, you had to work for it. Yes. So it's always that situation of, um, you know, like I've even heard people say things like, if you don't have to struggle for it, then it's not worth it. Yeah. I'm like, that's a dangerous mindset, but we move. And it's like, if there's like, if it's not, if you don't, if you don't work hard for it, then, you know, like all good things come with hard work all good things you have to struggle and it's like that's not necessarily true but you can see where that mentality is coming from yeah it's like what if god just blessed you and you got it so i mean exactly so because it doesn't come from hard work doesn't mean you don't accept it Mm. um and that that brought me to shares in cryptocurrency sorry um because nigerians are, are into it now uh, but before then, when you get into stock market, there's always that stigma that you're going to lose your money and you're not really working out for it. So whose money is it? How are you getting the money? And how is the money? We don't understand the concept of um, the stock market and how you're able to invest money in it and get money back. So if I was not working, but not working like the typical work, nine to five, if I was investing in stock, people see my money as not coming from hard work. Even though I'm sitting down there studying the charts, making sure I'm listening to news Mm -hmm. that would affect, that is hard work. But it's not the typical waking up in the morning, catching a train and going to work. It's not that typical work that we do. But it is still work. It is spread work. Do you think that's why um, a lot of people tend to, again, when we talk about building that generational, a lot of us don't come from generational wealth. Mm -hmm. Do you think like that contributes to why a lot of people do? Because, that lack of education on how to actually build generational wealth, that lack of understanding of how these things work. It's always, you know, again, if most of our, like most of our parents, a lot of the times would prefer us to just get like, you know, that nine to five, that's every month you've got money in your account every month, rather than, you know, embark on some entrepreneurial journey. Mm. A lot of them would prefer us to have that job security. Yeah. And do you think like, again, lack of education of how these things work and that whole um, thing that you just described now where it's like, oh, it's not really hard work, like you're not really working, yeah. so you're going to lose your money. Da, 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 da. Do you think that contributes to why we don't necessarily see a lot of people building this generational wealth and understanding these things and actually succeeding in that front Yeah. from the past, not like you know now? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I do agree. And it's just not Africans as well because I was listening to a podcast by Kevin Hart where he was mentioning that um, he doesn't understand why African-Americans have no knowledge about finance we're always in debt. Like we grow up and our parents and their generations mm. don't understand money. But then when we grow up, we don't understand that as well. And when we get older, we see that, oh, this is how people make money and this is it. But it's too late for us. Do, do you understand mm. where I'm going? It's, it's too late for us. So I, I don't know. Where I'm going with this is as I get older, I want to be able to teach people to understand money when they're young so then when they get older they wouldn't lose the opportunities that that we've lost and that that then comes to the point of maybe this is where we start thinking about hard work you know maybe we don't have to do nine to five moving forward there are other ways to make money and that doesn't mean you're a failure Mm. you know what do you think no i do agree like the concept of hard work is very like it's very narrow like it's very nice like there's there's this like one tunnel vision when it comes to hard work mm. we're in blinders <laughs> exactly it's like if you like if you're not again going back to that whole thing of if you're not struggling if you're not like going through hell you know it's always that light at the end of the tunnel yeah. you have to suffer for you to then come out 
and enjoy. Mm. Whereas there are people out here who are enjoying and never suffer the day in their life. Amen to that. <laughs> and they're looking at the rest of us like, if that's what you think, go ahead. <laughs> you can you. keep struggling. It's cool. <laughs> I'm gonna keep enjoying my money. Yeah. So it's it's always it's always that yeah like like I said at the start there's that romanticization of you know hard work. It's always like they they confuse hard work mm. with just struggle. So what do you think the best way is to to change that mindset? It's just education. We need to keep like you know trying to educate. And what would that look like? The education. Starting with our parents. Yeah. Have those conversations. Yeah. I mean, like, if our parents are not having those conversations with us, mm-hmm. we need to be having those conversations with our parents. That's right. So that, so they can, like, you know, actually start to understand these things and start to understand that, you know, not everything is to come from suffering. Struggle. <laughs> you don't have to suffer yeah. to enjoy life. Yeah. You don't have to, like, there's, if I'm putting in hard work, like you said before, mm. In investing, I'm, you know, reading charts, I'm doing my research into companies, I'm doing all of this. Yeah. Or I'm grinding in the office. Mm. We're both working hard. That's right. We need to understand the difference between hard work and struggle. We need to understand, like, some people just work smarter than others. Some people just, we need to understand that. But then linking that back again to what we're talking about in terms of quitting. Yeah. A lot of times when you then talk to them about, you know, quitting something that, for you, you just feel it's a necessary struggle. It is. And you want to like, you know, go into something else. For example, quitting the nine to five for, you know, starting your own company, yeah. going to some sort of entrepreneurial mm. um, pursuit. It's all, it's usually hard for them to understand that. Yeah. It's usually yeah. Hard. like, I remember when I told my mom that, um, I wasn't even living a nine to five. <laughs> I was literally just going from one to the other. Yeah. So I was going from a government job to a private job. Yeah. And with a government job, you know, Let's be honest, you're probably never going to get fired unless you are very, 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 very bad at your job. (laughs) Yeah. So that's like security. Mm. But in the private world, they have expectations. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not meeting those things, you're probably going to... You're also learning in the private world. Exactly. But if if you're not doing like, you know, what you need to be doing, Mm. it's easy for you to lose your job. It's easy for you to be unemployed. Yeah. So, you know, I remember when I told my mom that, oh, I was leaving my job at the government and I got a job with a private company. And I was moving to Sydney. Mm. She was like, "Why? Uh, are you sure? Like, you know what? Like, you okay? the job that you're at is is good. They're giving this. Even though, like, the job I was moving to was paying me a lot more than the job I was living. Yeah. But to her, it was like, you know, that job security. Mm. Constantly mm. in that position where I'm always, you know. So she just didn't understand why I was gonna leave. Like, why, why, why like, why, why are you quitting something that's good? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I, I don't even think it's African because I have a lot of Asian friends where I've told them that I've been in bad situations. You have to leave this job, and they've been like, "No." But my parents would be my parents are telling me to keep pushing, to keep struggling, and that's why you see a lot of Asians who have been working somewhere for fifty years. I know people who have worked in one company for fifty years, ah, that and I me. ask, "How did you survive it?" Could never be me. That's that actually scares me. It does. That actually scares me. I remember when I first um, got into the workforce, my first full-time job. So again, the government job. The first week, you know, orientation and all of that stuff, we had like all these people coming to talk to us. Yeah. And they were they would come up there and be like, oh, you know, I've been here for 30 years. Uh, this is my 40, 40, 45th year. <laughs> and I was just looking at them like, with your chest, you're actually like, are you trying to convince me that this place is good enough for me to stay yeah. for 40 years? Yeah. Like, no, that, like that just scared me. I was like, you, so you think I would be here from now mm. until I'm 
No, could never, could never be me. Because I came in here with the with the mindset that okay, I'm gonna be here for like X amount of years, and I'm yep. gone. Yep. <laughs> and you're talking about forty years, mm-hmm. nah, bro. Yeah, I don't understand because every time I set a goal for myself, sometimes that vision or that goal includes where I currently work, and sometimes it doesn't. And if it doesn't, once it's starting to approach the end of that goal and the start of a new goal, mm. I'm starting to look out. Because I cannot be stagnant. And and the thing is, what if where you are does not provide the opportunities that you're trying to move into or the career direction that you're trying to change into? Exactly. Like, I, what if you don't want to be doing the same thing that you're doing, but you want to be an entrepreneur? Let's actually talk about that because that's another reason people would quit. Mm. That's another reason people do quit. And people shouldn't be shamed for quitting based on the fact that the goalpost has changed, you know? Yeah. What you wanted to do before, you're no longer interested in it. Shit happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, cool. You wanted to be a doctor before. Now you've gotten into that field and you're like, you know what? Nah, I actually want to do something else. Mm, mm. Like, sh- that's a perfect time to quit. Yes. yes. So this whole narrative that, um, nah, like, you know, you've already, you're already here. Just tuck just it out, battle it, da 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 <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, but you don't even want to do that. Yeah. Like, you don't, you to yourself, you don't see your future in that. But then you have people who then stay in that field just because, you know, they don't want to disappoint other people. Status quo. Yeah. You get me? And yeah. it's like, it, like what's, your, what's your thought on that? Um, I had, um, I was working full time and I had my, my business, the Big Your Fitness business. And I remember when I started training people at the gym, I, I looked at both of them and I said, I need to be able to get to a place where I could bring my side hustle <laughs> on the same level mm. as my actual job so I could quit it. Because I want to be able to justify the reason why I'm quitting, which, you know, to our parents, yep. you can't just rock up and say, I want to leave my job. They're going to ask you, do you have money to pay for your bills? Because I'm not paying. And then if you, if you can't answer that question, then that's your answer. Don't quit. Um, but then it got to a point where to be able to grow my business, I couldn't keep doing exactly working at the gym. So it was like, what's the best way to leave? What's the quickest way to leave? It's get out of the gym instead of slaving away to two different pe- people. Focus my energy on building my own brand and my business. And that's the only way I could be able to match my full-time job rather than doing two jobs and hoping one day I would meet at one level, which I know I won't because I don't have the time. Once I'm done at the gym at 9 p.m. after working 9 to 5 I don't have the energy exactly. to go build a business plan <laughs> and see the way my business will move forward. So yes, I did slave away for a year and I won't call that slave slavery, but I did work two jobs for a year and it got to a point after COVID where I was just like, I need to quit and it's okay. And I quit my job, not my full-time job, yeah. my, my gym job. I quit that one and I said, I'm going to pull every energy after six o'clock to build that brand. And that's what I've done today. Mm. So, yeah. And that's amazing because, yeah. again, you can st- then start to see that pay off. Mm. But if you hadn't taken that um, that step, that decision, like, hey, I need to actually p- p- fall back, think about what are my priorities, what am I trying to achieve, mm. and then go for that. Sometimes yeah. to get what you, need to, what you want to achieve, you need to let go of certain things, and people mm-hmm. don't tend to understand that. Mm. Sometimes, yeah. again, another reason, like, people tend to, you know, not quit is because, you know, they realize that, hey, I've already spent X amount of time in this. I've already, and to them, it's like, oh, if I if I quit now, I've just wasted all this time. 
I'm starting from zero. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, maybe you went to uni, did mm. like a four or five year course, and now you've come out and you've gotten into that job and you realize that you actually really hate it. Like, I'm a perfect example of this, actually. <laughs> I went to uni, got my degree, thought I knew what I wanted to do. I came out, got a, got the exact job yeah. that I thought I wanted to do because I'm like, I would be amazing at this. <laughs> I'll be a G. <laughs> and then I got into it. Yeah. And bro, I was so bored. Yeah. Like, yeah. it wasn't even funny. I was so bored. Literally, my first week, I'm already like, why? why I, I, I can't do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> so I dipped. Yeah. I, yeah. Lucky for me, I had the opportunity to get into something else. Mm. It wasn't mm. something that I would even, like, it wasn't something that I'd, have, I'd ever thought about yeah. that I, wa- I would do. But it was better than dying in boredom. And it paid off for me massively because I actually enjoyed it. You wonder if it's a mindset thing. Because I do have a lot of people who enjoy just not doing anything at work. So they are dying of boredom, but they don't see it as boredom. They just see it as a chill time. And for them, that's good. Enjoy. <laughs> Get your paycheck every every week, yeah. every fortnight, every month, whatever. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Could never be me. But then when you look at those people, though, would you then think they're not, they are failing in a way because they're just staying there doing nothing. But do they see that as failure? But exactly. And that's the thing. Like failure is subjective. It is subjective. Yeah. Because to, to us, you can look at that and be like, okay cool they like that looks like failure because if you were in that shoe Mm. you're failing yeah but to them maybe that's their goal their goal (laughs) is to get the job where they can do the bare minimum and still get paid it's a girl paid yeah that's success yeah tick that box (laughs) like they are they're winning (laughs) so so, so far as they're concerned yeah like one time i probably should not say this on the podcast but (laughs) i remember one time like there was a like a job i had where i went in and, you know, I thought it was going to be, like, exciting, da 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 And then I went in, got my tasks and all of this stuff. Mm. And because I was new to it, you know that excitement when you're new to something? Oh, Lord. I was that guy who was just like, oh, hey, look at me. I finished my job. Can I get some more to do? Can I get oh, something no. to do? da 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 And I remember one day my boss said to me, he was like, dude, you're doing too, like, it's, you're, you're too out. fast. <laughs> you're too, like, sl- sl- like, you don't have to finish it that quickly. You're doing t- I'm also like, rah, is this what the professional world is like? Like my boss is telling me that I'm working too fast. Should you not be happy that I'm finishing the work? Because it got to a point where I would do my work and then I would do other people's work. Why are you so energized? I literally just got into the workforce. I was excited, <laughs> man. And again, the thing with me is I hate being bored. Mm. So mm. I was like, okay, cool. I've got work to do. Let me kill it. Yeah. That way, one, I'm not bored. I have stuff to do. And two... Hey, look at this guy. He's good at this job, giving promotions and everything. Like, you know, you know what I mean? How quickly did the promotion come? <laughs> Bro, I left the place. <laughs> I, did, I did not want no promotion. But when I first, when I, when, after my boss said that to me, yeah. I started doing this thing where, again, this is the part where I probably should not say, but I'll go into work because I, I basically had like my own corner. It was like me and this other grad. Yeah. We had like a corner. It was just us. I started watching Netflix at work. The number of... <laughs> Let's just say I'm not, I'm not gonna I finished. comment on that because let's just say maybe or maybe not have I done something like that at work. So basically you have <laughs> I didn't say that. I said not. <laughs> you guys can draw your own conclusion about But that was crazy. Like I used to I would come into work, I'd look at the I'd look at the task I had for the day mm-hmm. and then I'd be like, hmm. It's currently, you know, seven o'clock, eight o'clock. Yeah. 
I'm going to get out of here by what, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. If I start this now, I'm going to be done by 12. So let me spread it out. Because I was just like, yeah, no, I need to. I, I can't just be like, you know, rushing through this work. Let yeah. me spread it out. And what do I do in between that time? Netflix. Like the girl, the other girl. She yeah. Like, bro, she she made, she used to knit. <laughs> and the number of things that she made in the time. I guess that's the we were, we, were, we were there for three months. Of a government job. <laughs> we were there for three months. And Damn. yeah. And after that, I remember saying to, um, I remember saying like, I would, I never want to do anything like that again in my life. I don't want a job like that. All right. All right. So I kind of didn't end up making the point I was trying to make with that story. And some of you are probably thinking, dude, what's your point? The point is for some people, that's goals. That's what they want from work. They want to go into work, do the bare minimum, and then go home and get paid. That's what success looks like to them. And hey. Who am I to judge them? Well, I wish, well, I wouldn't say I wish I had your situation because first week in consulting is all training. So you don't really mm. do much, but consulting have a stigma for chucking people in the deep end. It's, it's a thing. Chuck, it's a, you come into a place, they sold you as the subject matter expert. You go in with 20 years experience straight out of uni, apparently. And you're supposed to lead the team. <laughs> so <laughs> how you do that, that's on you. So I've never, I've never had to go through like a, pay, a, a situation where I just started a job and I'm chilling. Oh, no, that was horrible. I think for <laughs> me, for me, I'm more of the, you know, single swim type of person. Mm. Whereas like, like on most of my other jobs, I've always been like that. Like when I got into cybersecurity, it was like that. Yeah. It was basically sink or swim. Yep. And I'm sitting there like, I don't know shit about this. <laughs> So I need to like, bro, I was so, and that was, for me, I think that was the most exciting period of the job because mm. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. So I had to like learn. I needed to like be on top of my shit. Yeah. And I, anyone who knows me knows like, I like learning things. Yeah. I like knowing how to do things. Mm. So for me, that period was the most exciting because I had to like start teaching myself how to do this shit, how to do that shit. Yeah. And bro, I was literally there, I was literally there for two weeks, right? And then new people came to, and they're asking me who just started to teach people how to do things. But like, I'm still learning myself. <laughs> It was nice. But like, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And I learned a lot from that. Yeah. I learned a lot from, you know, just being able to do that and also being able to teach other people. Because mm. I don't know what the fuck I'm teaching you, but we will figure it out together. <laughs> do you reckon the trait of like being bored is the reason why we're entrepreneurs? Um, maybe. Maybe. Cause, cause like, but then some nine to five jobs are not boring. Yeah, but. You tend to talk to a lot of people who enjoy their job, but I can't do one job. I I, I just yep, I, agree I, with I that. have a lot of time and I have to do something with this free time. And I've spoken to a few friends who think it's it's crazy and they think I just need to calm down. But then I'm like, Yeah, I, I can relax for a day, but then I start feeling useless. So then I, I have to pick back up from where mm. I dropped it. And keep going. So I wonder if that was that's a once you hear people saying that they get bored, if that's a trait for um, being an entrepreneur. I think it's one of it. Okay. Like it's what it's what it's it's definitely like one of the traits. Like as from a creative background, mm. it's definitely a trait with like creatives. If you're con like people, I don't know about people who don't mind being bored, but I hate being bored. Oof, I hate it. I absolutely hate being yeah. bored. Like, I need to do something like. Mm. I would be sitting there and I'd just be like, ooh. I could literally be scrolling through Instagram and I see something. I'm like, ooh, how do they do that? Yeah. What if I could do that? Yeah. 
And then that's a whole rabbit hole because now I'm trying to figure out how the hell they did that thing. YouTube. <laughs> we had this conversation earlier about like YouTube is my favorite website in the world. Yeah, me YouTube too. YouTube is I amazing. Love, I love YouTube. I learn a lot every day on YouTube. It's so great. I check my average spending time a day. It's nine hours. Oh, can you check that on YouTube? Or, no, on my phone. Oh, yeah. And six hours is on YouTube a day. I think, yeah. No, nah, I'm always on YouTube. <laughs> always on YouTube. I love YouTube so much. Me too. I don't know what we're talking about YouTube. Like YouTube, cut us a check, man. This is, this is basically an ad at this point. Cut us a check. But let's really back into uh, what we're talking about. Just going back to like, again, this whole, you know, concept of quitting. Mm. Um, again, situations like that, like for example, my situation where I'm literally sitting at work and I'm watching Netflix. Mm. If that was, if I wasn't in this position where I was, where it's like, okay, cool. I actually have the opportunity to decide that, okay, I don't want to do this anymore and go do something else. If, for example, let's say I'd gotten out of uni and that job was the only job I'd gotten. And I'm just like, that's it. That's it for me. Yeah. Take, go done. I'm going to be, I'm either going to go mad like my mental health would deteriorate really quickly yeah. or I have to quit. Mm. Now mm. that's where, and there's a lot of people in that position, a lot of people who find themselves in situations like that and they're just like, what they should do is quit. Yeah. But then you start thinking, because, and you can't, you can't really blame them. They start thinking about, okay, but if I quit this, what am I going to do with myself? Am I going to get another job? Okay, I know like I want to do something else, but what if that doesn't work out? Mm. what if that fails yeah okay cool i have to pay bills yeah where am i gonna get money from and all mm. of that stuff then there's just so many thoughts that come into your mind and then you find out that you just stay. you just stay <laughs> you just stay and before you know it it's two years it's three years and similar with the people who are like oh hey you know i've already put in x amount of time into this mm. i can't just quit i need to like keep like i need to keep i need to keep working at it yeah but it's like okay you, you like you at this point you already know that you don't want to do this. You already know that you should probably quit. Mm. Well, you're thinking about the hex that you paid and uh, five years you spent at uni and now you're all about, you know what, maybe I should keep, but what's the end goal? Yeah. Okay, you stay there and you keep working at it, but you still hate it. You don't want to do it. So now, by the, by the ev- like you're always going to want to quit yeah. regardless. Yeah. So now you spend five years at uni but you don't want to go do something else because you spent five years at uni. So you stayed there for another two years. And now you're thinking, oh, I want to quit. But you spent seven years now. And, and you're you like, I need stay. to stay. Now, before <laughs> you, you know it, it's stay. 10 years. Because after that seven years, you're probably married. Now you've got now two you've got people dependent. depending on... Exactly. <laughs> you just stay. And before you know it, it's 10 years. It's 15 years. And then and you become that person that's been here for 40 years. Yep. And <laughs> then when you're 70, you're like, crap, I should have just, you know walked away when i had the chance yeah because that's a long time that you could have used to build something else up mm. Mm. a goal that i made for myself is i want to retire between the age of 40 to 45 i said i've been saying that since i was 14 years old that i'm going to be retired by 45 and i get laughed at i do too and, and every day i work towards that because i want to make sure that i'm out mm. now that doesn't mean i'm not working it just means i'm not working for someone else exactly i'm not doing nine to five and it's I not just have- it's not even necessarily like work like you're doing what you want to do yeah you're just doing what, whatever, what i whatever want to do. do yeah yeah and, oh, totally and that 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 doesn't mean i'm quitting because i'm i'm 40 it just means no i've got better things to do with my time and that doesn't mean i'm a failure maybe it just means i found the the key to, mm. to, to the answers that most people have been asking exactly and that's the thing like people don't you see we i feel like we go through life here trying to figure out certain answers trying to figure out Again, like when I was younger, I remember I used to like be a little bit envious of people who 
who knew exactly what they wanted to do with their life. Mm. You know those ones where it's like, I'm going to be a lawyer. And you know that this person, there's no, there me, is no other job in this world that this person can do besides law. Mm. Like, they would kill it at that yeah. right from a young age. Like, mm. you know, I, I used to be like, rah, because I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. I mean, I thought I, I thought I knew. I thought I wanted to be this. And then later, I thought I wanted to be this. And I, But then, when I, the older I got, I was like, I actually do not know what it is that I have that passion for. Mm. And I think passion, the passion is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Like, people who tend to, like, already have that passion and they know what they want to do, it's been amazing. But then, as I got older, I think, like, 18, 19, when I got into the workforce, I realized, like, I wasn't actually envious of them. Mm. Like, I didn't, ha- I didn't know what I had passion for. I didn't know what I wanted to do. But to me, it was always an advantage. Because yeah. I was like, you could throw me literally anywhere mm-hmm. and I'll be good at it. You could yeah. throw me wherever you wanted to and I would try to be good at it. I would put in 110% because for me, it's not a waste of time. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I don't know what I want to do, so this is what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Whereas if I took somebody whose passion was, you know, medicine or law or something, and then I put them in a different role, to them, they're wasting their time. Yeah. Because that's not what they want to do. Mm. They already know what they want to do. So for me, I feel like it's just... I, I used to always be that person where it's just like, right, throw me wherever I don't give a fuck. I can always figure out what I want to do. Mm. And then I realized, you know what? Now I know what I want to do. Now I know what I want to do. Yeah. I don't want to actually do this. Perfect time to quit, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. but society always like frowns on quitting. Oh, yeah. Society always does. But at the end of the day, it's like when, it's like def- defining an average. I was talking to someone recently and I was like, bro, people are dumb. And my friend was like, yeah, think about it. What's an average? And I was like, yeah, an average person. And she was like, yeah, that's the average is average. That means an average person that's not smart. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. So I love, I I knew exactly what I wanted to do, but my parents also had plans for Mm. me. (laughs) Yeah, it's always like that. There's what you want to do. There's what... (laughs) Your parents want you to do, and there's what you should do. (laughs) (laughs) The first one was, my parents wanted me to become a medical doctor. I ate blood. I cannot cut anything Mm. open. But I love cutting chicken. (laughs) So, I don't know. (laughs) Veterinary doctor? (laughs) So, I was like, I told my parents, I'm like, yeah, I'll do medicine. Didn't apply for it. Did the (laughs) test. I did the test. But I didn't put it into my my university list thing. Wasn't even one of the things I selected. And when I got my ATAR and I got, they were like, oh, what happened? What happened to medicine? I'm like, oh, the government selected this for me. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to my parents. I love you. (laughs) So, like now when they look at it, they're like, oh, yeah, you knew exactly what you wanted to do and you did it. But I'm at the point where both my parents are fashion designers and I want to be able to create something similar to um, Yeezus and, and that's limited. And I was like, okay, how can I get there? So I drew out a plan mm-hmm. and I was like, while working full time, I could study full time to get my certificate. And once I do that, I could go into the gym to make contacts. And once I do that, people know who I am. People know what I am. Then I can expand into different brands that I want. And that's exactly what I'm doing today. Mm. Yeah. That, 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 that is great. Because mm. again, it's all gone full circle, right? But then if I quit my job, my full time job, will people see me as a loser? And that's a question that's that I constantly ask myself. And that's the thing. That's one of the things. That's why when it comes to quitting, I feel like to be successful, you just have to tune out everybody else. Like you can't focus on what people want. Because at the end of the day, whatever happens to you is between you and you. Yeah. 
yeah. the people that are speculating or saying whatever they say, <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna be there with you in the trenches. Mm. What like literally whatever happens is between it's, it's up here. to you. Yeah, because okay, cool. You quit and now you did something that you actually loved mm. and you're successful. Yeah, those people that we're talking, what are they gonna be? What are they gonna be saying? Yeah, oh, yeah. we knew it. You know, we knew you could do it. Da 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 da. Yeah, and and if you do fail. They're still gonna be talking. Yeah. So you just gotta like tune it out and be like, okay, cool. What do I want to do? Mm. Am I happy? How's my mental health? Is this what I want to do? Like the minute I feel like a lot of people, the minute you figure out that this is what you like, you don't want to be where you are anymore, or it's having that effect on your mental health, mm. or it's having like your job for starters should not be making you unhappy. Oh no. But it does. <laughs> you know, like, you know what I mean? Like it should not be making you unhappy. And don't get me wrong, it doesn't mean like everything is gonna be like you know smooth sailing in whatever it is you're doing like even if you're doing what it is that you absolutely love mm. it's not going to be smooth sailing no there's going to be sacrifices there's going to be times that you're crying that's there's right. going to be t- like you know that's not what it means to like oh uh, that it's but if you are genuinely unhappy in a position that's probably not what you want to be doing yeah so we should normalize being able to quit yes regardless of what people say because yes. people are going to talk regardless mm. whatever like all that matters at the end of the day is what you achieve yeah so and if you're successful in it, the same people that are talking will be applauding you. Exactly. And they'll, they'll support you too. Exactly. So it's just... <laughs> oh, we told you so. <laughs> like, it's exactly. So just do do exactly what it is you want to do. And like this whole idea of like, you know, romanticizing this whole struggle. Mm. Unnecessary, like unnecessary struggle. Because you need... To, sometimes you need a struggle. You do. Not everyone like, you know... You do. Like there is a fair amount when it comes to like what you do. Like just... And struggling work. is different. It's exactly. not like Nigerian struggle. There's different types of struggle. There's, there's Nigerian struggle and there's Australian struggle. There's always a le- there's gonna be like a level of struggle because yes. some people there's an element of luck in everything, right? Mm. So you could be right place, right time, and shit pops up for you, or you might need to grind to get to the same level. There's always gonna be that element of struggle. Yeah. But if it's what I want to do, mm. and I'm actually putting in that work, yeah, I know where I'm trying to go to. Mm. Compared to oh hey, I know for a fact that this is not. I don't really want a future in this, but I've already spent you know seven years in this but you could still I, leave i then. do not want a future and i'm still sitting there like struggling yeah when it's like why what's the yeah. struggle like that's just suffer yeah that is suffering, suffering <laughs> for no reason once you get to a point where you know you're no longer happy your mental health is affected your physical health your home is affected you get to that point where even if you're too scared to to quit and move away from that how about planning what your next step would look like mm. and work towards that? So at the end of those next steps, you can then quit and make yourself happy, which is okay. Exactly. Which is fine. It's simply like, but yeah, I think um, the bottom line at the end of the day is quitting is not always bad. No. Sometimes, sometimes quitting actually is the answer. Sometimes mm. you need to quit. Yes. Like sometimes you just should quit. But now that we've like, you know, we've spoken about this whole thing. Hopefully, like, hopefully people, t- like, you know, actually stop and think about it. Yeah. Because, again, there are so many people in p- positions that they just should not be in. They know they don't want to be there. Yeah. But they're scared. Yeah. And they being scared is valid, especially when you live in this Australia. Ah, this when it comes to money. During COVID. Like, um, uh, COVID. Okay. <laughs> being scared is a big deal. It's, though. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's valid. It but is. But it's up to you to then sit down and realize that, hey, every second that I spend continuing to push this stuff mm. unnecessarily it's the time that i could have spent either figuring out what makes me happy yep. or actually doing what makes me happy mm.
you did mention like you know throughout the conversation that um you know for you yeah you started you know where you started mm. you knew what you wanted to do and then things changed along the way that mm. you started having other goals and other yeah. plans and yeah some of those were you know your brand you know bq fitness and now you'll never fail yeah. just talk to us about that like what first, before we even get to never fail what is bq fitness BQ Fitness, well, BQ is body caution, which comes from me being a nerd. It's IQ, mm. EQ, BQ. Um, for me, it's all about moving intelligently. That's why the, the, the slogan is move well, be well. How can you move to make sure you minimize injuries or not have injuries? How can you perform an exercise safely? How can you exercise while having an injury and making sure that you're not making it worse? So that's what BQ is about, moving your body intelligently. It's not weight training. It's not powerlifting. It's combining all of these um, different modalities, putting it together and coming up with what fits your body. So that's what BQ came from for me. Nice. And how long have you been doing this? Four years. Four. Four. That's a long time. It's a long time. It's a very long time. It is. And just talk to us, like, you know, what's it been like? Um. I worked as a PT um, for a year and a bit. That was great. I needed, I, I had a full-time job. I, I didn't have any other time to, to learn. Yeah. Um, and I felt like putting myself in the deep end and understanding myself as an experience was the way to understand my clients. So outside of 9 to 5, I got to the gym at 6 a.m. in the morning, train people from 6 to 8.30 and then go to work, and then from 5.30 to 8, I trained people. I trained different people. I trained um, trained athletes. I trained really obese people. I trained <laughs> skinny people. And I learned a lot about the different body types, different body compositions, yeah. and how to help people achieve the goal. The biggest question I always ask people when they come to me is, how do you want to feel after a session? Because that way, I'm making sure that I'm providing what they want to feel. If you tell me, after our session, I want to feel like I didn't work out, I'm not going to train you hard. I'll make sure you feel like you didn't work out. But if you come to me and tell me, saying, I want to feel like I cannot walk, or trust me, I will drag you out because you won't be able to walk. So that was, that was what I did. And during, during that, I thought about expanding my brand outside of just me being the service. I wanted to be the service but take everything online. Yep. Um, COVID was also one of the reasons why I needed to do that. Yeah, COVID pushed everybody online. Oh, it did. It did. Po COVID actually told me it's time <laughs> to do it. Um, so what, what that means is I'm still the brand. The brand is still there. But instead of me personal training people one-on-one, um, -on -one, I'm starting to build this online membership site where people can go in, book in my services, um, I train them virtually. I book the, I do the training and exercise program. But also, there's this other part of BQ um, called BQ Apparel, yep. which is the Never Fail collection. Let's talk about that. So Never Fail. Where, where did that come from? <laughs> Why did you decide to go COVID. That? <laughs> COVID. Honestly, a lot of the brand being where it is now got sped fast by COVID. So when COVID happened, I was home, lost 80% of my clients. And I was just like, damn, that's, uh, that's money going away. Um, and I just sat down there training on my balcony one day. And I was just like, this is me training by myself on my balcony. I haven't seen any of my friends in a few months. Um, I've spoken to my parents, but I, I miss my mom. It's been months since I've seen my yeah. mom. 
So now I'm like in my head and I'm like, but I can't stop now. I can't just, people are looking up to me to do something. I can't just stop. I've got clients who are not training with me right now, but they're not training either. But if they see me training, they can take that step and also start training. And if that means just walking down the street and doing something, it's better than nothing. So yeah. that's where Neville Phil came from. Neville Phil was being able to not quit, which is very different. Exactly. Very funny considering very <laughs> the conversation we just had. <laughs> exactly. But this is, I know things are going hard. I know things are going difficult, but don't quit. And me saying don't quit does not mean don't leave that bad job for a good job. It means don't give up, don't die at home, don't give up on life. Yeah. All in okay? context. Yeah, it's it's because exactly. Like we spoke about, sometimes quitting is the answer, but sometimes depending on where you are. Quitting is not the answer. Exactly. Especially yeah. if, like, if you're doing what you want to do. Yeah. In your case, for example, if people are coming to you based on the fact that I want to do this, 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 mm. quitting in that situation is not necessarily the answer because like we said before, you're going to go through struggle, some sort of struggle in like sometimes. Yeah. So you got to you got to understand when quitting is the answer. So it doesn't mean don't like, you know, you should always quit or you should never quit. Yeah. Don't. Figure out when each <laughs> when one is the answer. Mm. Yeah. Not going back to you. Just talk to us. So it never fails. Yeah. Not so quitting. I was like, okay, never fail. How can I make that into... How do I push that into BQ apparel? So I was like, I'll come up with, um, so I worked with my creative director and we came up with a few names and quotes mm. and then shortlisted those quotes into the, the most impactful, impactful quotes, such as try again, lift it again, um, better than last week, no rep wasted. Yes, all of these are related to the gym, but also the, the things that are related to you better than last week has nothing to do with the gym. Yep. It just means if you're putting in 50% last week, make sure that you're putting 60 this week, do better than you did last week. So all of these quotes are on apparels and, and people can, can order online for it. And where can they find it? Uh, they can find it on www.bqfitness.com.au forward slash apparel. Uh, if you just go to bqfitness.com.au, you'll be able to find um, the apparel yeah. there. And where can they find you? Are you on social media? Really? Yes, on Instagram. Find me on BQ Fitness. BQ Fitness on Instagram. Nah, that's, all, that's awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks like, it's for been, having It's been me. a great chat. You know, it's an important one. Like it Something is. that needs to be talked about. But yeah, no. Thanks for joining us. And as no, you guys heard... You know, you can find her at BQ Fitness. Yeah. Is it just Instagram or uh, Instagram on Twitter? It's BQ Fitness One. Um, on Facebook, it's Body Quotient, which is the actual brand. And then once, just just a plug, real quick. One thing you need to understand is this is the apparel, but something else is coming soon. So, Ooh. so Exclusive. Make sure, make sure, <laughs> make sure you follow us on Instagram to see when the new collection is dropping. It's something very interesting, and I think you guys will love it. You heard it here first, guys. There's something coming. So, yeah, follow her. Um, I'll have all that in the description. And, you know, so you guys can find it easily. But now, once thank again, you. thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. It's for been a great me. chat. It's been great. I loved it. All right. That's it from us, guys. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I actually want to know what you guys think. How has your upbringing actually shaped how you think about quitting? Have you ever been in a situation where you wanted to quit or you should have quit, but you didn't? Alternatively, we've been in a situation where you actually did quit. And what happened after that? Talk to me. I want to know this then. You know where to find me, um, biasreality underscore on Instagram. Also, my personal page at Pharrell. 
There's also the website, www.biastudios.com. You can send us anonymous messages on there. But yeah, that's it from me today, guys. Um, Do not forget to share the podcast with a friend, friend or friend. Just share the podcast with everybody. Also, rate and review the podcast on iTunes and any platform that you do listen on. Until next week, guys. Catch you later. <laughs>